Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody. Good evening. This is Harriet Kamek with Down to Earth, the show in which we talk about the issues that matter. And this is a special edition. It's Thursday evening. Such a momentous evening, actually, because just today, like I predicted this morning on our podcast earlier today, we talked a little bit about how they were going to march on Lansing, Lansing, Michigan. And sure enough, they did. And a fight ensued. The protesters among themselves began fighting because somebody brandished a doll with a noose around its neck. It, it sounds shocking because it's the 21st century, and you would have thought that by now we would have matriculated from that event, that we would have matriculated from ever worrying about nooses or worrying about that kind of activity in our state's capital. But instead, all of us had to sit back and watch. It wasn't enough that last week they marched with swastikas and, and all kinds of Confederate flags and uh, all kinds of materials reminiscent of slavery and Jim Crow. They literally came back with a doll with a noose around its neck. As if seriously, you do realize that the governor and the attorney general run the state and they have the power of the constitution being them. So you do realize that it's the rule of law that will prevail. I mean, just crazy stuff. You know, I, I, I don't understand why people like regression and progression. I, you know, I, I don't understand it. But this being a special edition, I have some good news for all of us. I have this evening as my special guest, LaShawn Suber. And LaShawn is going to tell us a lot more about what she does. And especially in today's world where so many of us are working from home, and we all admit that the work environment has changed significantly since COVID-19 began. So LaShawn is here to look at the workspace, look at the work environment, and offer folks some sort of advice as we go back to work. The governor indicated earlier that retail will, will, will perhaps be something that will be uh, part of the new move going back. So I wanted to make sure that uh, we have some information going forward. So welcome, help me welcome to Down to Earth, LaShawn Super. Hey there. Hi. Hi. How are you? I am fine. I am very well. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on this Thursday evening. Um, yes. I, I know that uh, I wanted folks to get to know you. I have known LaShawn for some time. She's very bubbly and very gregarious. <laughs> and so she's very involved in, in career placement and, and, and so on. So let me give you a little bit about her so you know who we're talking about. LaShawn Zuber is a CDF career consultant, professional recruiter, and mentor working in the employment industry, specializing in helping professionals secure the next level in their career. Her specialty lies in empowering people to be the best version of themselves. Ms. Zuber equips candidates with a strategy 
to identify and pursue their ideal role with compelling, confidence-boosting career marketing and communication skills that get results. And, of course, you can find LaShawn on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. LaShawn Suber, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Aria, for having me. I'm so excited to be here. So thanks again. Absolutely. So tell me, uh, what is, uh, who is the CBF career consultant? Okay, so um, I started this career consultant really, really to get really into it a couple of weeks ago, but it's been a passion of mine, and it's been on my heart for a very long time. I am a professional recruiter by trade. That's what I do um, for a living. So I've mm-hmm. been recruiting for over 25 years. So wow. I've placed, yes, I've, I've placed CEOs, presidents of companies, excuse me. I've placed um, customer service, admin, IT, engineering, finance, light industrial, and I wanted to have a, uh, a well-versed um, uh, gamut of industry knowledge so that I can speak to everybody on uh, every walk of life. So I started the consulting business because I feel that I'm the liaison between the job and uh, the person who's getting the job, like the interviewee. So I'm, I'm on both sides. So mm-hmm. I want to make sure that, again, they put their best foot forward or a, a interviewing resume, uh, salary negotiations, mock interviews. Mm. So I mm. want to make sure that they're getting what they need because regular recruiters, ordinary recruiters are not going to tell you this information. They're just going to be like, oh, okay, you know, you didn't get the job, we hired another candidate without any feedback. That's not the type of recruiter that I am. I tell the truth. Wow, that's interesting. So I noticed that you said that you place presidents and CEOs and that an integral part of what you do is salary negotiations and so on. Uh, can I just ask a question? I think this is something that most of us are trying to feel out. Uh, going forward after this pandemic, do you think that there are likely to be those kinds of opportunities? There will. I just think it's going to be a different type of opportunity. So since COVID-19 has um, is upon us and we're doing a lot of uh, the stay-at-home order and work-from-home order, I think companies are looking at things a lot differently. Um, I work from home anyway, so this wasn't new to me to be working from home. So a lot mm-hmm. of times companies, but you have to be very, very diligent to work from home. It's not an easy task to work from home because there's a lot of distractions, right? So mm-hmm. I think that companies are looking at it whereas, okay, well, this is the way of life. Well, let's try this out. So the company mm-hmm. that I do work for has never really had a work from home, um, but I kind of like implemented a little bit. <laughs> and mm-hmm. um, But they find mm-hmm. out that we're working from home better than we're doing in the office. I don't know what the osmosis is, but a recruiter is a recruiter. You give us a telephone, a phone, high-speed internet, and a laptop. We can work anywhere. But other companies have to get adjusted to it and kind of get used to it and kind of have to trust their employees a little bit more to be able to work from home. I think that's the key right there. The key right there is companies trusting that their employees can work from home. Well, what suggestions would you, uh, for most of us now, that we have worked from home? I think most companies are beginning to realize that it's cost effective because they need less space, right? Less occupied space. Exactly. So exactly. less square footage, right? 
And uh, I think mm-hmm. too, people are more productive working from home because they're less stressed. They don't have to worry about picking up the kids. They don't have to rush to go, you know, get lunch or something like that. Uh, if I exactly. were to work from home, if, if I were forced to work from home because of the pandemic and now I like it more, how could I approach my employer? What would you suggest I do? Well, it has to go on your performance to your track record. Okay. So a seasoned employee, uh, uh, I call myself a seasoned employee. Um, I'm not on the phone uh, doing, uh, uh, making casual calls. Um, I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying home because of the pandemic. You can basically tell your employer, I'm, I'm, I am a great employer. Look at my performance reviews. Look at my, if, if you're a call center, look at my call log. <clears throat> and you have to prove to your employer that you are a worthy employ, uh, employee to actually work from home. Let them know this is what you're going to be doing. I can check in with you if, you're, if your employer wants you to check in with them. A lot of times companies have timers on the computer, logins and log outs. So that's how they're kind of mm-hmm. keeping tabs of you. Um, but mm-hmm. a lot of times some, some employees don't have that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, or you may have meetings or you have to have check-in points or reports that have to be due at the end of the day where they can see mm-hmm. your performance as well, too. Yes. Absolutely. I like that. So they do track us, huh? We just don't know that they're tracking us. Oh, they're tracking us. Yes, they are, Harriet. They are tracking us. Wow. Wow. Uh, if I, how does someone, uh, I, I'm self-employed and I have been self-employed for many years now, not, not by choice literally, uh, necessarily, but because I was forced to, but somebody who works for a, a company or has been working for some time and suddenly find themselves transitioning to self-employment, what kind of career advice do they need? How do they navigate this and, and put together a portfolio to make themselves attractive as a consultant? Well, it's interesting because I have a lot of friends who have started businesses during this pandemic because we wow. see that some companies, yeah, some companies are really standing behind their employees like we're going to do X, Y, and Z. Um, but some companies are kind of flimsy when it comes to their employees because the saying is you're only as good as your last day, right? So this pandemic has kind of forced people to start their own companies, um, forced people to be their own bosses and kind of build from that. So a Mm -hmm. lot of us who have 10 plus years, we have a lot of transferable skills, right? Mm -hmm. So what I've done Mm -hmm. as a professional recruiter, I transfer my skills into a consulting business. This is what I've been doing for the last 25 years. I know mm-hmm. the ins and outs of the job placement, job searches, where to go, the career advice, the resumes, the salary negotiations. I know that mm-hmm. in and out because I do it every day. So I right. transition my trans- my transferable skills into a business. So mm-hmm. I'm consulting with people. I have clients who are like, hey, I don't even know how to interview. I don't I don't know mm-hmm. this. And then you have some employees that have been laid off, furloughed, or may not can go back who's been in a job 20 years, have not had a resume in in forever, do not know how to interview, don't know what to say, excuse me. And the interviewing process is different now, right? We're not actually Mm -hmm. going into an interview. It's the Zoom interviews now. I do those all day, every day. So wow. you have to be, you have to know how to do a Zoom interview. So I talk about that to my clients as well. So it's 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 
it's a different world right now. So we have to kind of adapt to the change and what's going on. So that's why I started uh-huh. my consulting business to let people know uh, what's going on because a lot of people just don't know. So they need to be educated on that. It looks like I'm probably going to have to call, have you come back again because this is so important right now <laughs> for people to know Thank this. You. A lot of people are wondering what on earth am I going to do because the job has evaporated or disappeared, right? And they don't know. Mm-hmm. You wake up and you find yourself, you're 54, you're 55, 57, or even 60, and you wake up and find that, hey, I don't, I'm not done yet. I still have energy. There's still things I want to do. Or you exactly. might just wake up when you're 28 and you find that you, you have acquired some skill sets but that company, that job, that particular title is no longer available. What are the kinds of opportunities that are out there now? Are we seeing that there are more tech opportunities? Should people go back and get more education in tech or what's going on? Well, tech is the way to go. Um, millennials have really kind of like jumped on the, the, the tech field, which is which is wonderful. Um, our generation, the Generation X is they're kind of still in that, but the baby boomers have have uh-huh. little to no knowledge, right? And but uh-huh. they're still kicking. They they're still vibrant. So for the yeah. baby boomer baby boomers, I would suggest that you can take some online classes for um for how you know how to work the internet or Word, mm-hmm. Excel, that type of thing. And Generation mm-hmm. X, we kind of know that because we're working in it a little bit more. Um, mm-hmm. The millennials, they they have it down pat. They have it down pat. And my daughter, who's seventeen, um, mm-hmm. and I think she's like I forgot the generation she's in. She's actually helping me with my social media. Right, <laughs> it's right, a lot going right. on. So I have a going back year old and, and she does that. Yeah. So yeah, so they're they're perfect for that type of job. So it's like mm-hmm. the tech jobs or. You know, I've seen nurses, um, I hired for nurses, and some nurses have come out of retirement to come and help out. Or I'm retired, I don't have anything to do, so I'll become a case manager, and I can do um, uh, nursing over the phone as a case manager. So whatever what? your, 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 your career was or your industry was, you need to take a look at it and say, okay, how can I revamp myself, reinvent myself to come into mm-hmm. these type of times? And that's where I come in, Harriet. So um, I have a career development facilitation certification where I am mm-hmm. able to sit down and talk about careers, if that's what you want to talk about. If you say, you know what, LaShawn, I want to go back to school, let's look at school. So I am certified in that area to sit down with clients and ask them pertinent questions like what they want to do with the rest of their life because we're not done yet. Like you said, we have a whole lot to do. Wow. I am so I am so uh, taken aback by this because I think what you're doing, LaShawn, is actually something that people, you don't know that you need it until you need it kind of thing. Uh, exactly. A certified exactly. career development facilitator is someone everybody should have on their team. <laughs> I think you Absolutely. should go on the page and post your stuff on there. I think you should do that immediately when this conversation is over. I think you should go on okay. Twitter tag me in what you do, tag me on Instagram, because this is something that people don't know that they need. Because let's just be clear, everybody, the workplace has irrevocably changed. It's not going to be the way it was before. Uh, Things have changed and have ramped up, and we need guidance, especially 
folks in my generation, LaShawn, you know how some of us are. We tend to be very stuck in, in mm-hmm. our mode, mm-hmm. to be unmovable. And sometimes that is what prevents us from actually advancing in the workplace. Then we don't, you know, exactly. we don't invite other people in. We don't want, uh, you know, a consultation from younger folks who probably can help us navigate not just social media, but the newer ways of communicating. And I want you to touch on that just a little bit, because there are some people who find themselves at 40 and 45. Your job has changed. What are you going to do now for the rest of your life? How, how do we move forward? So I'm a big fan of being proactive instead of reactive. And right now mm. we need to be proactive because the world is showing us we have to be proactive. It's showing us that we have to do some change. We have to make changes. A lot mm-hmm. of times, and I don't care what generation you're in, change is hard for people. It's really hard for people. But the world wow. right now is forcing us to change. So let's be right. proactive and say, okay, today is May 14th, and mm-hmm. things are changing. Um, my 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 job may or may not may or may not be here. I can't even find a resume. Let me put something together and let me talk to somebody who knows this industry and who knows the trends. So you need to basically sit down. Let's talk. Let's get let's get a plan together. I'm I'm all about plans. I'm all about plans. And say, okay. What is it that you want to do? And let's get you to that level. Let's get you to the next level. When I post my post on um, my uh, my Facebook and my, my Instagram, mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. to call everybody shining stars or MVPs because that's, that's who we are. So right. I would say good morning, my MVPs, my career MVPs, because you mm-hmm. are the most valuable person to you right now mm-hmm. to go to the next level. And we all can go to the next level. We just have mm-hmm. to put in the work to do it. I, I think I think I think people need to hear that, especially in today's world, where so many people don't even know what they're going to do after this. Uh, just mm-hmm. this morning, the mm-hmm. job report said 36 million people are without job as of now. Exactly. And exactly. We we know that after 2008, the economy had turned to the point where there are more retail jobs than service jobs. Those are the jobs that have literally disappeared. So people are not. Mm-hmm. being paid enough or enough to make a living wage and people are not exactly. able to advance in those careers. So they feel stuck. So those jobs, those jobs are obliterated. A lot of the restaurant jobs are not, are never coming back. A lot of the service jobs probably are not going to come back. What do mm-hmm. you, as especially here in the Midwest, we live in the Midwest. So especially here in Detroit, uh, our concentration has been the auto industry for some time. Are there new opportunities for people, young people who are graduating college in this year? What are the opportunities that exist for them here? Do you know? Well, I get asked this all the time. Um, when you go, wow. when young people go to college, they should mm-hmm. research what they want to go into. Because you got some folks saying. Can I pause you right there and give you a say that once in the penny section to hear. Again, people, I'm serious. You do. You have to research what you're going into because if you're going to go to say, oh, I love pottery, and you have a degree in pottery, where are you going to find a job as a potterist, if that's a word? <laughs> you have to go into <laughs> – 
the career that is going to make you some money that you can live your life and be comfortable, right? So uh-huh. if you go into um, uh, agriculture, it could be a lucrative, but here in Michigan, there's not a lot of agricultural jobs available. So you have to look and see what you want to go into first and then mm-hmm. go from there. Because mm-hmm. you got the people on the outside saying, oh, I know a friend of mine, she has a degree, but she can't find a job in her field. My question to that person is, what did she get her degree in? Right. Because that's important, too. Mm-hmm. So uh, if people don't know what they want to do, just go take some classes at a community college and, and prereqs, and then you find your life. Find your life. Because to waste money on pottery, and no disrespect to anybody who's a potterist out there or if that's the word again, <laughs> no disrespect. But it's going to be hard to find a job in that area. Go into something lucrative. Go into something that's going to make you happy. Um, I remember um, my mother, um, she went to school. She has a a, a, a bachelor's of social work. And I, I was uh-huh. in college, too, and I was like, Mom, why would you go into social work? Social work doesn't make any money. She said, mm-hmm. I'm not in this field to make money. I'm in this field to make people happy and to help shut me right wow. up. just shut me up okay I right. get that that's great and some people flourish in that because some people feel that okay I can still pay my bills too but I want to help all people at the same time so social mm-hmm. work is a is, is is a great field to go into I have a degree mm-hmm. in human resources I have postgraduate uh, studies from CMU in human resource management so that was my path but you have to mm-hmm. find your path and make sure it fits you and don't come out of school with, you know, this BS and BS degree in pottery. <laughs> I don't believe that. Oh, God. I'm, not gonna... yeah. but, you know, <laughs> I'm something... just being honest. Uh, but, you know, something, your honesty is appreciated because I think young people need to hear this. I think too many young people who are going into college don't have a clue what they're going to become when college is over and you go and take a degree in humanities or liberal arts for crying out loud. And what are you going to do with it when you come out and you have student loans to pay and you can't make a living? Oh my God. Yes. I mean, come on now. The, 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 the workforce, the workplace is so contracted already. How do you seriously come out with a degree in humanities or liberal arts for four years? Like seriously in today's world. And it's Let a me lot. Ask it's, Yes. yes, and it's a lot of competition with everything right now. So we have to rise above that. We have to figure it out and rise above it. That is absolutely true. Here in the in the Metro Detroit area, there's a lot of focus now on STEM, uh, science, technology, mm-hmm. engineering, and they're trying to add arts into it. I, I do believe arts are important, uh, but I also believe that the way the world is going now, I think everybody needs to focus on science, technology, and engineering. Oh, yes. Um, oh, yes. There are the opportunities for that. Yes. So math and math, science, engineering, all that is still going to be lucrative um, because um, that's the way of the world for right now. But um, uh, you need to focus on uh, especially if, 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 if you have young people that are awesome in that field, push them towards that field. Push them mm-hmm. because um, 
and in my job too, I, I, I hire engineers, I hire IT people, um, mm-hmm. and those are the most lucrative bill rates that we have. These people wow. can kind of like call their own shots because of mm-hmm. their experience and their knowledge because mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's far and few between, but when you get mm-hmm. an engineering position, People stay mm-hmm. in those positions, you know, and they just make more room for other people. I see the same way. So if you find a young person who is really bright in those areas, please entertain them, entertain their minds with that because they can go far with that. They can get scholarship. They can go far with that. So I, I do agree with you, Harriet, about that. I think you need to go into Detroit public schools and make a presentation. As a matter of fact, when this conversation <laughs> is over, projection. <laughs> And how you can go make reading. I'm serious because uh, mm-hmm. we're, we we do have a problem. A few months ago, back in the fall, I was invited to a symposium organized by the U.S. Department of Energy, and ironically, mm-hmm. it took place in Flint because of the water situation that had existed in Flint a few years ago. And quickly, the conversation turned to careers, and uh, we were surprised. All of us in the room a smattering of people from across the spectrum of Michigan. We were all surprised to learn that there are so many opportunities in energy that the U.S. government can't fill from Americans because Americans are not studying science, technology, and engineering. And these were lucrative positions that paid uh, six figures, that, but also offered lifetime placement. So mm-hmm. our, our I really think you, you need to go into Detroit Public Schools and Flint Public Schools if you can. And I, will, take this, I would love to do that. And, you know, and take this with you because young people need to hear this because so often they confine themselves. Have you found that, that people just kind of shut themselves into one career and this is all I'm ever going to do or this is all I can ever do kind of thing? How do you get people out of that rut? Like when they find themselves saying, well, all I can do is study this or this is all I can do. Well, I was when I was uh, undergrad at Oakley University, I had a professor, and the professor told me that I was only using 10% of my brain. And I was so offended, you know. As an 18, 19-year-old, I'm like, she's saying I'm only using 10% of my brain. I was so offended. Like, I'm in college. I'm using all my brain. Well, <laughs> growing up, I got out of college, and I realized when I got to grad school, I was like, that professor was so right. I was only using 10% of my brain. I could have done more and could have done better. So that goes to say these young people, when I see resumes, because I read resumes all day, every day, I'm going to ask you about every point of your resume because that's a story for you. When I get down mm-hmm. to the um, to the education part and I see something like uh, criminal justice, but you're trying to do customer service, I'm going to question that for you as a, a young person, because I want to know why did you get the criminal justice degree and where did you want to go with that and why didn't you go with that? So my focus mm-hmm. is a little different as a recruiter because I want to know why you stopped and now you're looking for this customer service position. So criminal justice hmm. is a broad, broad, broad um, industry, like field. You have mm-hmm. to narrow it down. and Sometimes you don't take the time out to narrow it down and say, oh, this is what I want to do, Right. And I get mm-hmm. it. When you get to college, you're going to change your major because I did. Mm-hmm. I did. I, I started off being a journalist, and I want to be an orthodontist. <laughs> then mm-hmm. I was like, oh, human resource development. I think that's me. So I mm-hmm. get that. But you have mm-hmm. to find out early on 
what you're trying to do, and talk to somebody about it. You need to talk this out so you can actually see it. You know, mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of journaling, and mm. what journaling does is you, you just write. You just write. I don't care what it is. I don't care if you misspell a word. So these are your personal thoughts. You write this down, and in a year's time, you see how much you've grown in a year. If you have not grown from one year to the other, there is a big problem. And that's where I was. Wow. Like I said, I'm going to get you in touch. I'm going to make some <laughs> suggestions. You need to take this because people need to hear this. This is very empowering. And uh, you are also providing folks with, with, with advice. There might be somebody at home right now sitting on a couch feeling stuck, uh, especially in today's world where a lot of folks uh, were working uh, retail and in the service industry. And all of a sudden, a pandemic came through, and that face-to-face contact that you did is now wiped out. How do we get people back into, do we say, go back to school? Is that a good starting point? Or how do we say, bring your resume to me and let's revamp this? Of course, you charge a fee. They can go to your uh, Facebook page for that. But how do we get people to even think like that? So, of course, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of education, um, and I think that's going to be our key. Uh, when President Barack Obama was in office, I was encouraging everybody to go back to school because we didn't know what the other president was going to look like. So that oh, was one thing I tried to do. Uh, the next thing for me, um, yes, I do um, – uh, we, we have Zoom interviews now because we can't go into the office. So mm-hmm. I do a lot of Zoom interviews, and it's the same thing. I'm, I can see you over the uh, the, the Internet, mm-hmm. over the, the screen and everything, and that's been working. And a lot of times people are, I mean, you can download the app on your phone. You can have it on your computer, and it's still interactive, and I still have your resume up to talk to you about mm-hmm. that. So how my mm-hmm. process works here is um, I will do like a, pre, a pre-screen, so I'll get questions and you know, talk to you before we actually do the Zoom interview so I know what your wish list is. Like, what are your wants? Like, what are you, your your your, your professional desires? Um, what do you see yourself? So I'll get that information. Um, I will set up the Zoom interview or research that information for my expertise and may I have to do some little bit more digging because um, maybe um, you needed some more ex- some more information. I have one client, and she was absolutely amazing. She wanted to know how could she change her tone because she didn't think that the employers were very receptive to her over the phone. I've never Mm -hmm. gotten that question before, never gotten that question. So I said, oh, my gosh, how can I help her? And so I started (laughs) researching. So part of her homework is I gave her like a – a, a, a positive affirmation to say out loud every day and record wow. your voice. See wow. how you like your voice. See how mm-hmm. the pitch is from the morning time at noon and at about 7 o'clock. You do that every single day. And once you mm-hmm. add that with your professional voice, with that affirmation, you should see a mm-hmm. change in your voice. She said no one has ever told her that before. No wow. So I do my research, too, but I always like to give a lot of positive feedback. I'm here to motivate. I'm here to inspire. And I love what I do, and I have a passion to do it. I am telling you right now, if you were near me, I'm going to give you a little hug because we have to social distance. 
but you are very empowering and you are passionate about this. I can feel your passion in waves and I hope everyone else can feel it too. I like this. I like the passion and I like the positivity that you are employing to, to reach to people. I hope they take your advice and I Thank hope they you. sit with you and listen to, to what you have to say. We just have another minute, but if you were to uh, talk to anyone now, what is the best advice that you could give anybody? You know, let's say somebody wants to go back to school. They find themselves in a, in a place where going back to school might be something they need to entertain in order to move to the next level. What would you tell anybody? You know? Leave us with something positive. Okay. So I had a conversation this evening with um, a client, and mm-hmm. she told me that her son is graduating this year but doesn't want to go to college. He wants to take a year off. And that's so disheartening for her. And Mm -hmm. she wanted me to talk to her son. So what I'm going to tell her son is we're going to do a Zoom because I want him to see my face. I really do. Um, And let him know, first of all, we're proud of you for graduating from high school as a black male. I'm very proud of you. Second Mm -hmm. of all, what do you want to be when you grow up? Because we're not, I don't care if you're 80 years old, you're not grown yet. You're somebody's baby. So (laughs) what do you want to be when you grow up? So Mm -hmm. I'm going to get those information from him and tell him, even if you want to not go to college, let's talk about a trade school. Let's talk about Mm -hmm. community college. Let's talk Mm -hmm. about something because in 10 years, you're going to look back and 10 years is going to be tomorrow. That's how time Mm -hmm. flies. Mm -hmm. What are you Mm going to show for? For 10 years that you have not done, do something. Get a trade. Go to community college. Have, I'm trying to get the lights to turn on because we're going to need these skills, experiences in our life to be under our belt for something. You have to have this, you have to have this, this in you to do better, right? Because one day you're going to have a family. You're going to be responsible. You have to be responsible for the whole household. You have to be able to stand on two feet as a man to provide for not yourself, but for for a potential family. And education is going to give you this leverage to do that. You have to right. think further, and that's another thing with some of the millennials and some of that other the, the generation behind them. They don't think mm-hmm. about some of them. Not only but all of them. They don't think about tomorrow. I think about four hundred one k's. I think about retirement. I think. At twenty, it's twenty something. That's what I was thinking about because I knew it's gonna have, it's gonna come. So I'm gonna give mm-hmm. this young man all this information and tell him I'm gonna be with him until he enrolls in somebody's college or trade school because I, 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 I believe in the mom and I believe in him. We have to instill all this information in him. And then the bad part about it is the dad is saying, oh, he can take a year off. No, we have no. to encourage our children. Right. We have to encourage them. So yeah. he's going to mm-hmm. be an ongoing project for me that I'm going to take on pro bono mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I believe in him. He has a lot of um, the way his mother was talking today. He has a mm-hmm. lot of potential, but something mm-hmm. happened. Something happened. And I'm not a counselor. I'm not licensed as a counselor, but the way mm-hmm. she talked, something has happened. I believe it, it was it was transpired during the divorce when okay. I'm getting from her. Yeah. So I'll keep you posted yeah. on his progress, but education is key. 
it, it, it is some type of education. I agree with you, but especially for young people and especially for young black people who feel that they should take a year off from college. That to me, that's always inviting disaster because it's only a matter of time. You end up in the wrong group, the wrong crowd, something happens, oh you gosh. end up in school and your life is just over. It's, it's a slippery slope for me. My daughter, my youngest daughter is 17. And she'll be a freshman at Spartan at Michigan State. Go Spartan in the fall. I can't wait. Because mm-hmm. she's so focused on, on, on what she wants to do. Her sister graduated Michigan State then went on to being a lawyer uh, and is about to take the bar. Pray for us. Oh, absolutely. Oh, great. But I'm seeing all of that. And I was a single parent uh, raising children by myself without any kind of support structure or anything. So I, I get where folks are coming from when children say they want to take a gap year. They don't feel that college is for them. My, my daughter was telling me about some young person, not in her group, because the high school she went to, most of them have already chosen uh, a college destination. But it's not unusual for us to hear somebody saying that college is not for me. So I, I get you, and I appreciate this. Uh, I appreciate you you tapping into their lives and, and encouraging them to move on to the next level because the future is upon them. And without an education in America, you're not going to make it. You know, we need to get our young people to that stage. And and, and I know that there are challenges in the family. Like I said, I was a single parent raising my children by myself in two different school districts and, and matriculating and driving all over town and all that kind of stuff. But I was determined that they were going to finish better than I did and do well, right? So I get that. It, it's right. a part of my passion and I'm glad I'm not alone. There are many of us who are who are equally passionate. I can't begin to tell oh, you how yeah. much I enjoy this. I wish we had more time. I can't begin to oh, tell yeah. you how good I am. You have you have encouraged me tonight. You 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 make me feel Thank better you. that there is someone equally passionate to see our young people uh, succeed. And even for millennials, who sometimes that they have a handle on this and that they know more about life than we do, and we're sitting here having all the experience that we have acquired. I am so happy to know. So, LaShawn, I want you to tell us where we can find you. I want people to hear in their own words how they can find you, what's your contact information, so people can reach out to you. Post this on my Facebook page and tag me so that we can, I sure will, so. Absolutely. So, um, it's LaShawn Suber. So, my email address is LaShawn Suber, L-A-S-H-A-U-N, Super S is in Sam, U B is in Boy E R at uh I'm sorry, LaShawn Super C C at Gmail dot com. My phone number is two four eight nine five 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 three one one. Um you can find me on Facebook for uh at LaShawn C D F uh Career Consultant. Twitter is L S underscore underscore consultant, career consultant, and Twitter is super at super LaShawn. So that's a lot of stuff. But I will tag you, Harriet, um, for that okay. as well. Yes, I have posted the link to my Facebook page as well so people can continue to hear this conversation. I think we all could do with some of this, don't you? I think we could all do with some, some empowerment. Yes. And, Thank and you. Some- Thank you. I am so happy to have had this conversation tonight. I know that I want to share this conversation with my audience and with everybody else. And I want young people to hear this. And even the folks who are sitting Thank at home, you. 
right now on a couch and are wondering what is my next step. Here is what you do. You exactly. need to go on and talk to her. Send her your resume so she can help you. She will help prep you. She will help navigate you and point you in the right direction. Even if you feel like exactly. you're stuck. Any professional who feel like you're stuck, you've been doing the same thing for some time. You need to talk to LaShawn. Yes. I'm going to talk about you a lot. Is that okay? That's great. And I am accepting clients. Um, so just give me a call. We can book your um, appointment. And I am accepting new clients. And let's get this rock and rolling. We just need to, you know, sit down and have a conversation about it and make it happen. I agree with you. I totally agree. LaShawn, it's been my pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank as you. Usual. Thank you for being a part of our experience this evening. Our conversation was with LaShawn Suber. She's a career development facilitator and a career consultant. If you are stuck in your career or if you are about to start a career, you probably need to talk to her first before you accept that next job. You want to hear what she has to say in terms of placement, in terms of salary negotiations. This is what she does. And if you're a young person and the class of 2020 right now are experiencing some traction in what they want you to, whether they're graduating college or graduating high school, You need to talk to LaShawn before you make your next career move. Thanks so much, everybody. Be blessed. This is Harriet Cameron with Down to Earth. Thanks so much for being a part of our show this evening. Be blessed. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.